Hey guys, this is your guy Larry out of Sacramento, California. I want to invite you to come by and check out my new podcast. It's called Black Nurse Podcast, where I talk about four different things. Movie news on all the latest things that are coming out, whether it be blockbusters, action-packed movies, things that I love talking about and sharing with you. Also, I love talking about tech news, and I also love talking about video games. So video games like Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, anything that is trending at that moment. Then the other thing on my Black Nurse Biblecast, I read about devotions and scripture readings and talk about all things out of the Bible, just things that will encourage us to be the best version of ourselves. So why don't you come on by and check me out, Black Nurse Podcast or Black Nurse Biblecast. You can find them both at the same area. Love to have you come by. Have a blessed day. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How you guys doing? It's your guy, Larry, and you just tuned in to Black Nurse Podcast. First of all, Happy New Year for those of you that are tuning in for the first time uh, for my podcast. I just want to wish everybody a wonderful um, new year going forward. Um, I hope that everybody had a wonderful New Year's as well as Christmas and things like that. And, and yeah, unfortunately, everybody's getting back to work and things like that. But hey, you know what back to norm right we had a wonderful time off i had a wonderful time off too as well enjoyed um um just a lot of good quality time at home and relaxing and you know with with friends and special friends in my life and stuff so hey so i'm looking forward to the new year and 2020 so before we begin this podcast um i want us to um really kind of take notice and say some send uh, some prayers actually um to um those that are suffering in Puerto Rico um, as of this recording yesterday um, they had suffered a a huge earthquake over there a 5.8 magnitude earthquake that did some damage to their country um, I'm not sure if, as far as injuries and whatnot but it was reported yesterday and then this morning um, there was a 6.4 um, larger than the 5.8 that they that they had and so please please guys you know um, I know this is a just a regular podcast that you know I, like I said with movies and and tech and video games but you know I, I really you know when things like this occur you know I kind of put those things aside and just really kind of like send your thoughts and prayers and support even to you know people like you know that are in other countries and, and I mean you know earthquakes can happen pretty much anywhere so just wanted to kind of you know kind of mention that today you know as you go about your day you know just you know um, have your prayers um, directed to them and the, and the people there also not to mention mentioned um australia too australia they are suffering wildfires over there i mean being from california and um i know you know i i've i've seen uh, i've i've been lucky actually to live in sacramento because we don't get um a lot of the wildfires that even happened in southern california so but i do see the effect more closely um being a uh, california resident 
um, seeing that and how the devastation does happen. And I'm really um, just seeing your prayers for, to the people over there in Australia as well, because they've lost a lot of a uh, lot of wildlife as well. You know, some of the I, I was watching the news and some of the wildlife has suffered really greatly over there. So, um, again, um, in your prayer time, yeah, send your prayers out to the people in Puerto Rico and also Australia. One other thing I wanted to mention um, is um, David Stern. David Stern is, and I know, again, this is uh, in sports, but I wanted to mention this. Um, David Stern was the um, the former commissioner of the NBA. And the reason why I wanted to mention him um, in this podcast and just kind of give him my, um, my well, just my, men- my honorable mention to him because he um, passed away on the 1st of January. Um, I believe, uh, I can't remember if he was 77 years old. He um, suffered a ba- a brain injury back in December and uh, and and then of course un- unfortunately it, it resulted in his death um, and so we did lose the ex uh, NBA commissioner uh, for the NBA and the reason why I want to mention him real quickly is because uh, he was responsible for for helping Sacramento keep the Sacramento Kings here and the, um, the, the whole, you know, move to, to keep the, the NBA team here as well as, you know, the, um, uh, the, 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 the arena that we now have. And so I wanted to kind of mention, you know, that, you know, um, you know, it's just, uh, unfortunate, you know, that, that it happened, but, you know, again, you know, um, our, our lives sometimes are cut short and due to certain things that happen in our lives, <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, events. So, you know, just wanted to kind of mention, um, rest in peace, uh, David Stern, um, such a wonderful, um, uh, individual. I've been reading articles about how he was really good with the players in the NBA and specifically some of the, the, um, the black players, uh, the African American players there. And so I just wanted to, you know, really, uh, say a, get a mention. We also have in, uh, in our mall, um, K Street Mall, we have a, uh, David Stern, um, I guess it's like David Stern walk, um, I would say. And it's, a, it's kind of a, a street that is dedicated to him. So again, just, um, your thoughts and prayers, I guess, to the family and whatnot. I'm sure by now, you know, the, the all the, um, all the arrangements and, the, you know, all the, the things have been said already, but I just wanted to kind of mention it. I know I'm kind of late to it, but, or mention it because I didn't have a podcast for the very beginning of the year. But, um, anyway, we have so much to talk about. Um, also, um, there is uh, quite a bit of news on this podcast that I put together and, and more news, uh, going news, uh, uh, going forward actually. And, um, First of all, I want to mention, I, I think it's uh, CES is happening 2020 CES. So if you're not familiar with that, that is the consumer electronics show that is um, um, currently uh, there in Vegas right now and um, definitely want to um, want to continue to mention that. Um, 
And so um, on the things that I discuss on this one is a super, um, super Marvel news in 2020. Um, definitely. We got a ton of stuff. Marvel is, is making sure that you, um, <laughs> that you do not forget them. So there's uh, a lot of things like the movies, there's comic books, there's uh, TV shows, uh, lots of things that are coming out of Marvel entertainment. Um, stay tuned for that. The upcoming uh, movies for 2020, you know, don't forget we have, um, have, mercy um with the um with um michael b jordan and um jamie jamie fox uh, as well as uh black widow coming uh birds of prey coming this 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 year so many good ones that are coming this year i also mentioned the uh 77th annual golden globe awards uh, i mentioned a little bit about that and uh, possible nintendo switch pro for 2020 and wandavision will be coming in the fall of 2020 and then i end it with um a tivo uh device some of you guys remember tivo with some of the stuff that came out of ces that was announced uh tivo is going to be uh launching a tivo 4k uh type of device that will be coming also pbs will be also um doing some more live stream um content that will be coming available to people and customers that will already watch pbs and then i end it with an interesting little thing called bali so bali is a uh, device that is a robot um, introduced by samsung and definitely definitely you want to check that out other than just hearing my voice about it but check it out on youtube i i think it's like you know one of the you know they keep wanting to put robots in our homes guys so this is this is something that's going to really kind of like tug at your heartstrings and want you to just bring this thing into your home so definitely you want to check this out and see whether or not you're going to end up uh you know uh resisting the temptation to bring this little uh robotic device into your home that controls all your smart devices so again this is part of the podcast that you listen to that you know i i, I love tech and talk about all those things so anyways without further ado sit back and relax and enjoy this next episode of black nurse podcast Hey, so since we are now entering in 2020, it's starting to become an interesting year so far. Um, quite a bit of announcements that are coming out all over the place, pretty much. Um, some from um, Marvel. So which, that's what we're going to start off with right now. Um, anyways, um, I was reading, I was looking at a video actually this time. And uh, this was from Marvel Entertainment. Um they announced that, of course, the first Marvel, big Marvel motion picture movie that's going to be coming, um, and that will be Black Widow. The movie will be coming out May 1st. So a really highly anticipated movie because, as you know, you know, um, she uh, Black Widow um, being a spy and she was one of the one of the spy uh, characters in the movie of uh, the Avengers and all the Avengers films. So really looking forward to seeing her come you know seeing her movie um coming coming forth and that's going to be may the first so right before um summer begins then later in the year um the eternals november 6th that'll be coming um there so there's quite a bit of actors and actresses on that movie but this will be um a, a pretty big movie 
uh, for the for Disney and now Marvel. <clears throat> now, another thing that was uh, announced that we're going to get a lot of a lot of uh, movies from the Disney Plus or the small screen, if you want to call it. So um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, that's going to be um, coming to Disney Plus this year. So we'll be able to see that, of course, the uh, season two of Mandalorian, which is not Marvel, but just wanted to kind of throw that in there and mention it to you. Also, um, uh, other than that, let's see, Falcon and Winter Soldier will be coming to Disney Plus, and I believe, um, I believe, uh, WandaVision, um, got moved up. So that wasn't supposed to come out in 2020, but I believe that will be coming too to Disney Plus as well. So make sure you have that, that's a, that Disney Plus subscription if you want to check that out. But it uh, sounds like it's going to be pretty interesting. I've seen, I've been hearing rumors and stories about what WandaVision is going to be about. Pretty much stars, um, you know, the lady that plays Scarlet Witch. Um, she's going to reprise, reprise her role as Scarlet Witch as, 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 um, and then also, um, Vision. So these two characters will have their own spinoff, um, show on Disney Plus. <clears throat> so among among other things on Disney Plus, um, there will be such an array of announcements that are coming, you know, more, of course, more um, more videos will be dropping as far as like shows and, and animated old school shows and stuff like that will be coming now. But since we're just doing straight up Marvel, there's also um, they talked about a Mar the Marvel project. Now, have if you haven't seen this on Disney Plus. Um, it's really neat. You got to check this out. This is about, it's a, um, Marvel, the Marvel project is about, um, they highlight a child or a, a young person that either has a disability, but is also doing wonderful things for not only their community or basically the world around them. What they do pretty much is they pretty much, you know, talk about, you know, talk about what they do. At the end of the show, Marvel um, awards them in a way that is just so awesome um, because these kids are, you know, very talented, um, very uh, driven when it comes to, you know, not allowing their disability or 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 their inabilities of things to stop them from from doing the things that that they're they're meant to do. They call them heroes. And so what they do is they animate them or comicify them in a comic book. And so at the end of the show, toward the end of the show, you pretty much you see that they're able to have their own comic book with them being the main superhero in this in the comic book. And I thought that was so just so wonderful for kids, you know, and, and it's exciting, not only just for, for, you know, those kids, but anyone who is, um, hit, who is looking at this and saying, you know, and being inspired by something like this, I think this is a very good inspired show, you know, and this, and it's awesome to see Marvel doing this. Now, the next thing on the, uh, announcements of Marvel, um, they did, they were talking about in the animated series, um, of Spider-Man. So, you know, those of you that either been keeping up with Spider-Man, uh, the series on, on, I guess, Disney XD, 
Um, there will be another series that's coming uh, season three of Spider-Man Maximum. This one is Maximum uh, Venom. So this will be all things Venom in, in this one, whether it be Spider-Man fighting Venom or all the, um, the the characters that are around Venom, like in the Venom new universe. So this is going to be in season three coming out in April. So that's going to be pretty awesome to, to check that out. Marvel Avengers Gaming coming to um Coming to the PC, uh, coming to PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Stadia, and Stadia or Google Stadia. So May the fifteenth. Okay, this is the um, highly anticipated game um, that they were putting together. Now, this is not to be confused with um, the Marvel Alliance that was on the Nintendo Switch. This one here is a a. Um, it's like a single player plus a multiplayer game as well that you can play. Um, and, and again, it comes, it's going to be coming May the 15th. You'll be able to get it on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and also Google Stadia. So definitely, definitely want to look out for that. Um, it stars all the, all the, um, Avenger heroes like your Captain America, your Iron Man, Hulk, um, Black Widow, and, and believe it or not, even, um, some newer ones that we're probably not familiar with, like, uh, Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel and just a few and just a lot of others that um, they, they've even showed. I thought it was pretty wonderful. Thor's going to be in it as well. So awesome, awesome stuff, man. I mean, we're looking forward to seeing what that's about. Now for the mobile games, they're, they've announced that there is going to be a huge mobile game, RPG based game that's coming to Android or iOS called Marvel Realm realm of champions and so that's coming to um your mobile phone so it sounds like it's uh you know like a rpg based game they put in a lot of work and time in this one so hopefully this will be something that um will sell and make a lot of money for them now in uh february 28th which is a little bit closer than than all the other announcements that i announced um february 28th will be will be a uh, marvel iron man vr so virtual reality um uh game that's coming to the playstation vr and um i know that the playstation has been uh pretty much working on on this here and i, I think that's pretty awesome um definitely want to check that out when it comes out now in disneyland and i'm sure disney disney world uh, parks uh the theme parks if you're interested in that, um, there is uh, there they're going to be having Avengers Campus that's coming to Disneyland, and that's going to be phenomenal. I got a chance to look at the video on that. Um, it's going to have like the Avengers um, headquarters there, be able to walk around and, and kind of like um, uh, basically interact with some of the characters like Spider Man, maybe Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, things uh, of the like over there. You'll be able to uh, ride. There's a Spider-Man uh, web slinger ride that we'll be able to to be a part of and make you feel like you're immersed into the world of Marvel, Marvel, into the Marvel Universe. So I thought that was going to be pretty good. <clears throat> pretty awesome. So looking forward to that. Um, I'm not sure exactly the date on when that's coming to Disneyland, but I know that, um, this, this for sure is going to be 2020. And that's, and where that's going to be, it's not going to be in the Magic Kingdom part. I believe it's going to be in the Disney California part, park in, uh, Disneyland in LA. So look forward to hearing more about that. Um, I know they recently opened up, uh, 
Star Wars land where, you know, you have the Millennium Falcon ride and also the, um, I guess the ride, Rise of the Resistance or something like that it was called. And so those two, um, attractions right now are just doing well for them. Um, just really exciting for, you know, Disneyland has always been a place where it's, it's extremely packed for people. So, um, you know, I, I'm hoping one day to be able to go down there and check it out myself. So I just thought I'd, you know, share that. Okay, so the next thing um, on this list of things that's all Marvel, um, Disney Paris. So Disneyland Paris, um, Euro Disney, um, the hotel there, I guess it's called Hotel New York, will have the art of the Avengers um, this summer, this year. So as you go into this hotel, you'll have a lot of nice, wonderful art and, and it's uh, in the uh, settings of the Avengers. So Avengers will be on display as you if you go to um, Euro Disney and stay at the Disney Hotel New York over in Euro Disney. Um, another thing, um, if you're a comic book fan, there is going to be a ton, and I say a ton of, of, of uh, good content with, as far as comic books. So go to your comic book store. There's this year there will be pick there will be um, new um, new comic books uh, featuring Spider Woman, uh, Strange Academy, Gardens of the Galaxy, Gwen Stacy, Savage Avenger, Avengers, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Ant Man, Nebula, and and more. And then um, they also highlighted later on. Um, Thor a new series um, in comics and then they will be releasing uh, Iron Man 2020 so this one here I don't think it's going to have uh, Tony Stark in this one it will have another person that's rising to the I guess to to don the Iron Man suit, but he's not as friendly as, as Tony Stark or he's not the same, I guess, type of character that people want him to be. So we'll see what happens. You know, it's a lot coming out of the Marvel Marvel, uh, I guess, the Marvel Universe. They're not being still. They, they're, they're moving on with this. So if you're interested in that, you know, go to uh, Marvel Marvel.com. So go to Marvel.com. Um, you'll be able to stay up to date with some of the latest things that Marvel is doing. They're doing a lot. So they're doing things on the movies as far as like the, the actual cinematic movies, the Disney Plus TV shows, um, and, and probably other shows that they're going to be releasing on other streaming services. So keep an eye out. And if I find some things out about the more things on Marvel, I will definitely let you know. Just stay tuned to that. So we'll be right back. We'll take a short little break and we'll come right back. So also in 2020, as you know, I love my movies. I love going to the movies and checking out some of the greatest um, either action movies or even some of the um, just, you know, great movies and things, dramas, thrillers, things like that. So 2020 is no different for me. I'm still doing my little guilty pleasures and some of my notable um, movies that I'm looking forward to. And hopefully you are, too. I'll read off some of them. So this one here. It's called Underwater. I'm not too familiar with it, to be honest with you, um, but it sounds like it's a mystery drama um, that it's uh, it stars 
<clears throat> excuse me, Kristen Stewart, T.J. Miller, uh, Vincent Cassell, and uh, Jessica Henwick, a um, few others that I'm not familiar with. So um, basically, the um, I'm not exactly sure the the see the overview. What it's saying is a mysterious creature terrorized uh, crew members. That's right. I think I did see this trailer. Um, so a mysterious creature terrorizes crew members aboard a research station located seven miles below the surface of the ocean. Um, so this is scheduled to come out January the 10th of this year. Um, so we'll, we'll see how well it does. I mean, I don't know, man. My personal opinion is if you see one of these type of movies, you've seen them all. Hopefully there will be something um, very different about this movie. Um, so that's what kind of what I'm hoping for. There is a uh, major comedy that's coming. Um, they've been doing a lot of advertising on this. Um, it's called uh, Like a Boss. So, <clears throat> excuse me. This one here, um, it stars... Uh, okay, I'm sorry about that. This one here is um, it's really about. Oh goodness, this has Tiffany Haddish in it, and um, it's a it's a like a major comedy. So um, it has. Uh, let me let me look at the um, the actors and actresses. I'm sorry, I was I wasn't prepared on that one, guys. I'm sorry about that. Um, so this one here is going to have um, the cast in there will be Tiffany Haddish. I know that um, Rose Byrne, uh, Selma Hayek, Billy Porter, uh, Jacob Lattimore, Jennifer Coolidge and uh, Nat- Natasha Rothwell, uh, Jessica St. Clair and uh, just a few others in this one. Um, pretty much it's uh, uh, just a, a number of um number of actresses but it seems this one seems to be like a really uh funny movie um that's coming to the theaters real real soon the one that's getting a lot of buzz right now is robert downey jr's um do little now this one here um it's of course we know that it's a classic it's a it's a remake of a classic it's more uh, along the lines of the classic that was like i want to say the either in the 60s that that it might have came out um dr john doolittle lives in solitude behind a high wall of his lush manor in 19th century england his only companionship comes from an array of exotic animals that he speaks to on a daily basis but when young queen victoria becomes gravely ill the eccentric doctor and his furry friends embark on an epic adventure to a a mythical island to find the cure and as you can tell you know by that description this is really kind of more like a, a, a a harken back to the old original Dr. Doolittle that was in, like I said, that was in the 1960s. So I want to say, um, yeah, so it's it's not to be confused um, with the Eddie Murphy version of Dr. Doolittle and Dr. Doolittle 2, which that one, the first one was in 1998. Dr. Doolittle 2 was in 2001 and was followed by a Dr. Doolittle 3 that rarely got any kind of, of um, how can I say, didn't get very much airplay or, or you know, didn't get much um, notoriety or, or whatnot. They didn't talk about it too much. But the one that I believe that this film 
it's going to be after will be the one um, it's in 1967. Actually, believe it or not, this was actually before I was even born. Um, but this one stars uh, Rex Harrison. Um, same thing lives in a small English village where he specializes in caring for uh, caring for and verbally communicating with animals. So, yeah, most definitely, um, most definitely, this is a, this is like a harken back to the 1967, um, 67 film that was, uh, considered Dr. Doolittle. And so this is truly, to me, this is truly a remake of the old school classic. Um, so we'll go further on that's, um, coming out. I want to say it's coming out soon, um, in January. I think this is coming out. Oh goodness. They have it coming coming out on the, uh, I think it was January 17th, I think it is, January 17th. So it starts, of course, like I said, it stars Robert Downey Jr. Um, the cast that's going to be playing in this one will be Tom Holland, believe it or not, I didn't know that, Emma Thompson, John Cena, um, uh, Ralph Fiennes, Selena Gomez, Octavia Spencer, Rami, Rami Malek, Kamal Ninjania, uh, Craig Robinson, Antonio Banderas, um, Marion Cotillard. Lots of casts that I didn't know that were in there. Mostly, I'm sure they'll be probably um, uh, being the cast of the animals, it sounds like. So that's going to be pretty interesting to, to see. Um, the one that I'm very and uh, that I'm anticipating and looking forward to seeing is the Bad Boy remake. So Bad Boy, um, Bad Boys Three. This would be considered um, Bad Boys for Life action movie. Uh, so if you're into action movie, this is definitely something that you would enjoy. You got the got the crew back together. So you're gonna have um, you're gonna have Will Smith. You're gonna have uh, Martin Lawrence in there. Um, some some uh, cast of actors that I didn't know will be in there. There will be uh, Vanessa Huggins, Alexander Ludwig, Charles Melton, um, Joe uh, Pantoliano, and just a few others. And uh, surprisingly, um, that I didn't know about DJ Khaled. I don't know what how what his role is going to be, but for sure we're going to see some DJ Khaled in there as well. Um, I think this is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see this. Um, then there's a few movies that um, are coming. If you're into the drama and thriller movies, The Turning, um, I believe it's more like a horror horror type movie. So that'll be coming next. There's another movie called the called Downhill. It's a drama comedy. I believe the cast in there. It's gonna it's gonna have Will Ferrell. Um, Julia Dreyfus, Julia Dreyfus, Zach Wood, Miranda Otto. So yeah, very interesting. Um, very interesting uh, to see this one too as well. Uh, another one will be Gretel and Hansel. Um, Gretel and Hansel it appears to be more like a horror movie, um, kind of a play off of the Hansel and Gretel uh, classic. Um, I would say the classic fairy tale, but it has a grim twist to it. So we're talking like a more of a horror type from the from the old school book of Hansel and Gretel. So very interesting to see that. 
Um, Birds of Prey, another great movie that I am looking forward to seeing. And that should be, um, matter of fact, that's going to be hitting theaters on February the 7th. I thought it was going to be sooner than that, but it looks like it's, it's saying February 7th. Um, it's going to start, of course, um, you know, um, oh goodness, uh, Margot Robbie is going to be in this one. Um, just a, a phenomenal members on this one: Margot Robbie, Mary Elizabeth, Ewan McGregor, um, uh, Rosie Perez, and uh, Chris Messina, Stephen Williams, and a host of other. Oh, Ali Wong is going to be in this. I'm I'm not sure if you remember Ali Wong. She has been in. Um, man, she she was in this movie that I seen that was. Um, I can't think of the name of the movie right now, but she's very talented. Um, so, yeah, uh, Birds of Prey, if you're interested in seeing that one, it's going to be awesome. Now, another one, Fantasy Island, is, believe it or not, it's going to be horror, a horror Fantasy Island. If you remember Fantasy Island, the television show, and I didn't think that this was going to be based on that, but it is. It's going to be based on, um, it's going to be like, instead of like the 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 show with Mr. Rourke, if you remember, uh, I think it was his name was Ricardo Monteblan. He's already passed away now. The late Ricardo Monteblan. Um, now he's being played by, um, I think, the, let's see here. He's being played by Michael Pena. Um, Lucy Hale is going to be in this one. Maggie Q, Michael Rooker, uh, Portia Doubleday, Ryan Hansen, Austin Stowell, and uh, Pariza Fitz uh, Henley, and a host of others on this one. And and it's going to be interesting. Um, I think that this one is is really going to be based on the like I said, it's going to be based on the island of Fantasy Island with a twist. So yeah, I thought it was going to be. Um, um, they're going to be, I guess, obviously going to be trapped on this island um, with um, trying to fulfill their fantasies, but maybe something goes wrong. So it says a, an enigmat or enigmatic enigmatic Mr. Work makes a secret dream of, of his lucky guest come true at a luxurious but remote tropical resort. But when the fantasies turn into nightmares, the guests have to solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. Yeah, sounds like a horror movie to me. <laughs> so um, the next one is going to be interesting. Uh, the King's Man. Now, this one kind of confused me because we have um, two Kingsman trailers. Um, or Kingsman movie, excuse me. And those, now this one is considered a prequel. So this is kind of like taking you back to the first Kingsman. And, um, yeah, it looks like it's pretty interesting. It, it, you know, again, it's not to be confused with the other two. Um, so that's coming, coming out, uh, this, uh, let's see, that'll be out on the theaters on February the 14th, Valentine's Day. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, um, that's coming. So um, those of you that have been waiting for the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I think this time they've gotten the uh, animation right. Um, that's one of the reasons why it's coming out uh, later in February, because it was originally supposed to come out in November or December of, of 2019. And um, the, the animation or the first trailer had came out 
and everybody hated the trailer. Everybody hated the look of Sonic. They, the people that are either animating this movie, they went back to the drawing board, done, redid Sonic, make him, made him look more like the video game character that he is, and looks like we are a go for Sonic to come out February of this year. So I'm pretty excited about that. This is going to have, uh, matter of fact, it's supposed to have, um, uh, uh, Jim Carrey as uh, Dr. Eggman. So that's going to be exciting to see. You know, I think he plays a, a wonderful part anyway as uh, Dr. Eggman. He does a really good role in that. Mick, Neil McDowell, Mick, oh goodness, I'm butchering his name, McDonald. This guy here, I remember him being a bad guy in uh, Arrow. So those of you that remember the Arrow show, um, yeah, you remember this guy. Natasha Rothwell, again, she plays in a movie that's also coming out. She's been pretty busy. Um, so the next one on my list of things to look forward to is The Wild. If you remember The Call of the Wild, that was a book that if your teacher in, in around the time that I was going to school and you were going to school, if you were around my same age, made you read this book in class. This is a, um, believe it or not, a remake of, uh, it says Adventure Animation. That And the reason why they call it animation, because I think there is some CGI in it, but basically it's the same classic um, story about Buck, who is a big hearted dog whose blissful domestic life gets turned upside down when he suddenly when he is suddenly uprooted from his California home, transplanted to the exotic wild of Alaskan Yukon in the 1890s. As the newest rookie on the mail delivery dog sled team, Buck experiences the adventure of a lifetime and and he ultimately finds his true place in the world. And this is coming out in February, um, in February of this year. The, um, the cast in there will be, of course, Harrison Ford will be in it, Bradley Whitford, Karen Gillan, uh, Dan uh, Stevens, uh, Colin Woodell and a host of others that will be following in this one here. Another one that I was surprised to see is Bloodshot. Bloodshot is coming out later this this year. Um, I want to say it's not coming out that soon. March 13th was actually the beginning of the year. Um, so Bloodshot it stars Vin Diesel. Um, he plays he plays as like a superhero. So Bloodshot of those of you that are more familiar than I am, Blood shot is based on a comic book and um the, there's some just another comic book brought to life this is not um a marvel comic or a, a dc comic i don't believe but um after he and his wife are murdered marine he is a uh, basically plays as a marine ray garrison is resurrected by a team of scientists enhanced with nanotechnology okay he became a superhuman biotech killing machine bloodshot as Ray first trains uh, with fellow super, super soldiers, he cannot recall anything of his former life. But when his memory uh, floods back and he remembers the man that killed him and his wife, um, he breaks out of the facility to get revenge, only to discover that there are more to the conspiracy than he thought. So very interesting movie. Um, lots of action in this movie as well. Um, that's, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person I love action movies. Um, the Invisible Man, I think that's going to be, um, actually, believe it or not, it's going to be a pretty good movie to see. 
This one here, um, the cast in this is going to be Elizabeth Moss, uh, um, Aldous Hodge. I've seen him in many movies. Remember Storm Reed? Storm Reed. She's a young girl. She played in um, the the um, uh, movie that did. It was a Disney movie that just had recently came out. So she played in that young girl, Oliver Jackson and Harriet Dyer. So definitely, um, definitely want to see that one too as well. Um, that's on the Invisible Man. Onward is another one, a Pixar uh, movie that's coming forth as a drama fantasy um, type movie. But this one will have uh, Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Octavia Spencer, Lena Waithe, um, Ali Ali Wong again, and Julia Lewis Dreyfus. So they're really, really having a good time with these uh, animated animated movies, and so. Yeah, this, I, you know, it's hard to describe this one. So you'd have to look at the trailer, in my opinion. Peter Rabbit 2. Man, do I, I'm going to tell you something. This is, this is a recommendation from me, to be honest with you. Because now I really, I, I'm, I'm not a, I mean, I'm a big fan of, of animation. Um, but this one here, I highly recommend because the Peter Rabbit is based on a book that I remember reading. But when they put this in a movie format, it is so awesome and cute as well. It's adorable to see these animals brought to life. We're talking uh, animals that um, and the voice, of course, the voice of the of the rabbit. Um, I want to say, oh, yes, James Corden. So James Corden is just phenomenal. He was phenomenal in the first one. And I'm sure he was going to be exciting in this second one, too. So looking forward to seeing Peter Rabbit. Um, Dumb, Dumb Hall um, um, Gleason also played in Star in the Star Wars movies as well. Daisy Whit- Ridley as well also is there. David uh, Oyelowo. Okay, Margot Robbie. David Oye, okay, I don't want to just say, keep saying his name wrong, but he was, he played as Martin Luther King in Selma. Okay, if you remember that movie, he played in that. Uh, Rose Byrne, um, Elizabeth Debick, and uh, Lenny James. So, yeah, this it's, I really think that this is going to be an awesome movie. I can't wait to see this movie. I'm, I'm probably not sure if I, I probably will see it in the theaters, you know, but, um, definitely I, I, I love the first one. I thought it was awesome. Now, um, another good movie Disney's coming out with is Mulan. That one's going to be awesome too. I think this is going to be one of the big hits, um, in the summertime or close to summer. I think it's coming out. Okay. It's coming out March 27th. So a lot of your big name movies. And now the only one that I do not see on here that should be on here is Wonder Woman, um, uh, Wonder Woman, uh, 1987. So that should have been on here, but for some reason it's not. So, um, I don't know whether it's because the count and the calendar date is all doing like from January to March, but yeah, we definitely want to, um, you know, definitely want to, you know, check out Mulan. So Liu, uh, the actress's name is Liu uh, Yifi, which is going to be played Mulan. Donnie Yen will be the commander. Jet Li will be in this one. Some of you may remember Jet Li. I do. He's one of my favorite um, Kung Fu actors. Um, really enjoy him. Gong Li will also be in it as well. 
So, yeah, so um, Mulan, Mulan is definitely slated to come forth on March 27th. Um, again, um, the story behind it is to save her ailing father from serving in the Imperial Army, a fearless young woman disguises herself as a man to battle northern invaders in uh, China. So, yeah. Um, definitely, definitely looking forward to that. And again, you know, even though it doesn't have it on the list, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Wonder Woman 1987. That's going to be awesome, too. So what do you guys think about all these different action movies coming forth? Um, you know, lots of movies succeed. And don't forget to um, don't forget. Uh, have Mercy. Have Mercy is uh, what will be starting off in January. Matter of fact, in about a, maybe a week or so from this time that I'm talking to you, um, that stars uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, Michael B. Jordan and um, the um, uh, the girl that played as uh, Captain Marvel. Um, she'll be in it too as well. I can't think of her name right now, but um, let me let's see. Let me pull that up. Actually, um, have have mercy. Um, oops, excuse me. Have mercy, the movie. And let's see. Yes, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. No. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. What is it? The one? It's called. It's not called Have Mercy. Uh, maybe I have it wrong. It's. It is a mercy. It's about a. It's a. Um. It's a movie that has to do with um a gentleman who was on trial just mercy i don't know why i keep calling have mercy so just mercy um will be coming out um real soon okay um i believe it's coming out june 9th which is this weekend so if you get a chance definitely definitely want to check this out um yeah it's it's gonna start um Oh man, I wish I had the the whole thing of this. Um, so it's going to star Jamie Fox and uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, the dynamic crew already. Um, you know that. You know you definitely want to um, check out. And like I said, it's it's going to be. Um, let's see. Oh, let's see. Rob Morgan, Tim Blake, Nelson, uh, Ralph uh, Spall, and Brie Larson. Brie Larson, the name that that is what I was trying to look for. But um, yeah, definitely you want to check this out. It's a really good movie. Um, I probably we trying to see that this weekend, and I'll let you know what I thought about it. Speaking of that. Um, I got a chance to see Uncut Gems, and I'm not sure if I've, I've told you about it in a previous episode, but got a chance to see Uncut Gems, and um, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a pretty interesting movie. It's um, all over the place, to be honest with you. It's um, a movie that stars uh, that that that's it's about a man who is a jeweler, and um, let's see here. Let me see if I can pull it up so I can be more accurate um it's called uncut gems some of you might have seen this already and um yeah charismatic jeweler um pretty much stars adam sandler uh indina menzel karen garnett so yes it's it's um it's in theaters right now i got a chance to see it and uh yeah definitely 
It's one of those movies you got to really pay attention to. Um, it's a guy that he pretty much lives a life, not really of crime, really, but he's just like gets himself in trouble in so many ways. And um, definitely, you know, he unfortunately, I don't want to tell you how it ends, but it does not end well for him. And that's all I want to tell you about uncut gems would i would i recommend it honestly i wouldn't um i love adam sandler i think adam sandler is great but um unfortunately the roles that he gets and even the movies that he plays in doesn't necessarily do well all the time um rotten tomato score though 92 percent on rotten tomatoes um and eight eight out of ten on imdb so must be doing something um i'm sure a lot of people might have seen it hopefully a lot of people do see it but again and kevin garnett in there he does great you know he stars as himself he stars as a as the basketball player that that you know plays on the celtics so yeah it, it's it's a really um it's a really good it's a really uh, decent movie but he this guy you feel so bad for this guy um so yeah that's about all i have for the movie so we're gonna take a quick quick break and we'll be right back and uh hang in there i got some more news coming real soon so did you get a chance to see the golden globe awards um it appeared it came on last night on sunday um the the 5th of um january I didn't get a chance to see the Golden Globe either, Golden Globe, excuse me, because I was uh, working, but I did get a chance to find out who the winners were. Um, I, a lot was uh, a lot of news on the internet, pretty much that um, that um, showed not only the highlights but the the winners. And this was the 77th, 77th annual Golden Globe, Golden Globe Awards, honoring the best in television, film, and was um, was yeah, it was going on on Sunday. So, starting off, the best performance by an actor uh, in television series, musical, comedy, um, was um, Michael Douglas, uh, Bill Hader, Bill Platt, and Paul Rudd, and the winner of that one was Raymond. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go down a list of the winners and also the categories. So best performance by an actress in a television series or musical comedy. The winner for that one was Fleabag. Um, yeah, it was Fleabag. OK, Waller-Bridge. No, Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Fleabag. Excuse me. Let me hit that right. Best performance by an actor in a television series or drama was Brian Cox, Succession. Okay. Best performance by an actress um, in the television series drama was Olivia Coleman for The Crown. Um, that's that's a, a show that's been on Amazon. I think it was Amazon Prime or Netflix. It's doing really good right now. Best performance by an actor in a limited series uh, or motion picture made for television. Russell Crowe, The Loudest Voice, was the winner of that one. Best performance by an actress in a limited series or motion picture made for television is Michelle Williams. Fosse Verdon was the winner of that one. Best television limited series and motion picture made for TV, Chernobyl. 
Um, that was a big one. Best performance of, by an actress in a supporting role in a series, limited series and motion picture made for television. Television was Patricia Arquette for The Act. Okay. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series or motion picture made by made for television. Again, Chernobyl took another win for that. Uh, actor Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Best television series, um, which was a drama. Succession was the best television series, believe it or not. Best television series or musical comedy is Fleabag. So, movies. Best motion picture, musical or comedy. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the winner of that one. They had quite a bit of great um, nominees. Jojo Rabbit was nominated. Knives Out, Rocket Man, and Dolomite Is My Name was actually best motion picture um, uh, category. So I thought that was pretty good. So a shout out to uh, Eddie Murphy. So, you know, Kim coming back for the role of Dolomite. Uh, best motion picture for drama, 1917. That was no surprise to me because it looks like it was, it's very, very good. I uh, actually, I am surprised because it beat out Joker. So, um, best motion picture foreign language, um, uh, is Parasite. So Parasite was the best one for foreign language, best screenplay motion picture. Um, the winner went to, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Best original song and motion picture was Rocket Man. Okay, best original score motion picture. Uh, what went to Joker? Best original for the music. Okay, best uh, actor in a supporting role in any motion picture went to Brad Pitt. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Best actress um, in a supporting motion. Um, I'm sorry, supporting role in a, in any motion picture was uh, Laura Laura Dern in Marriage Story. You know, this one here was on, um, I want to say it's on Amazon Prime as well. And man, I mean, it it actually looks pretty good. I'm going I'm to have to sit down and watch this one. Best Actor in a Motion Picture, um, Musical and Comedy. This is just playing Best act, Actor. It was went to Rocket Man, um, the movie Rocket Man, Taron Egerton. Um, so yeah, for Rocket Man. Best motion picture animated was Missing Link. Best best actor in a motion picture drama was Joaquin Phoenix was the winner for Joker. Okay, so he got the best actor in a motion picture drama, and this was a really um, a fame. This was really a big award. This was something that everybody was anticipating. We we already knew that he should get, you know that, you know he should he should get it. And the talent that he had going behind it. So, yeah, most definitely. Um, I watched it. I thought he did a phenomenal job. It doesn't surprise me, not only of a Golden Globe, but I'm sure eventually as a Oscar, as they hand out the Oscars, I'm sure this movie will also get an Oscar as well. Um, I'm really predicting that highly because of the, the, you know, just the movie itself. Now, let's keep going here. Best Actress in Motion Picture Drama. It went to Renee Zellweger, who played as Judy. Um, Judy Garland, uh, the Judy Garland movie that came out last year. Best Actress in a Motion Picture Musical or, or Comedy, Aqua, uh, Aquafina. Um, it went to her in, in the movie The Farewell. Best Motion. Now, the Best Motion Picture Award 
or no, I'm sorry, best director, I'm sorry, best director of a motion picture went to Sam Mendes of 1917, okay? And I'm not sure exactly. Okay, so that was that was the highlights or that was the winners. Um, I know uh, uh, Ellen uh, for her talk show, she got an, a Golden Globe Award, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, she had a, a wonderful speech. So, yeah, definitely, definitely, this is something that, uh, you know, this is something that was that went on last night. And, yeah, it was a lot of winners and a lot of good notables and a lot of also a lot of good animation. Um, I'm sorry, a lot of good movies and shows that were named for or nominated too. So the animated ones, um, you know, Frozen 2 was animated. I mean, was uh, nominated. Uh, how to train your gra- how to train your dragon the hidden world toy story 4 and of course lion king so no, so there was really when you think about it you have an actor or actress that wins a golden globe but the rest of them are nominated for a glo- golden globe which is almost as good so yeah if the movie is good it's good but you know you're gonna have the the golden globe a golden globe academy or the oscar awards and things like that it's just good to be able to be recognized among your among your peers you know recognized among your your uh your fellow um workers so i just think that that was that's phenomenal to me um congratulations to all the winners of the golden globes and if you got a chance to look at it you know you know that was great you know i'm sure it was very entertaining and very exciting so yeah so that's that's about all i have on the golden globes um and um stay tuned i'll be right back So in the world of video games right now, we got a few news articles or some um, announcements that were coming. First of all, um, if you are a Switch owner like I am um, today or as of this recording, there should be an update, um, pretty um, significant update, a, a large one for your for your Nintendo Switch or Switch Lite. Um, I believe it covers covers both. But there's a um, there was an announcement saying that there will be a an update to the system. Um, it has something to do with the eShop. Um, you will not be able to, um, I guess, either access it or um, access the eShop in order to download. And it may have to do with the, also the internet connections and stuff like that. Um, hopefully, you know, by the time we get the uh, update. Um, we will probably either see some better connections or um, however way, maybe stronger connections, more reliable, I guess. Um, I know that the switch has not always been the best when it comes to um, online um, gaming sometimes. And so I know I've experienced um, some not too um, reliable connections to other players um, like you know when I play Smash Brothers and others so I'm not sure if you guys are experiencing that my, yourselves but I know I have um, it hasn't been as bad 
um, as uh, saying compared to the the Wii um, when we had the Wii. I remember that was horrible. And um, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't get online, or you could get online, but your connections was really really bad. So, and then and then again too, um, it all depends on your Wi-Fi connection and your your internet connection. If you have um, not the best, um, you know, strength in your Wi-Fi and whatnot too, that could be a problem as well. But anyways, that was that's not the point I was trying to make. But um, actually, yeah, when it comes to the update though, we're supposed to be getting update i believe it's a full number update which is a pretty large update is um i think right now the systems are on a nine point um nine point something uh nine point something update and it will go up to a full number of a 10 so be aware of that um either is between today or tomorrow as of as of this recording um so yeah. So um, also, there's some rumors about there may be some Wii U ports coming to the Nintendo Switch um, later this year. Now, this is not really surprising to me. I I do. Um, you know, one of the good things about Nintendo Switch is that um, it has began to bring ports from the Wii U. And the reason why specifically for the Wii U, because um, unfortunately, the Wii U, um, when it was released, it didn't sell too well. And I, I believe it was due to things like poor um, advertising, uh, confusion about the brand from the Wii to the Wii U. If some of you, a lot of people didn't buy the Wii U, even though there were sales of the Wii U. But um, it, with that being said, there was a lot of great games, um, including some that were either supposed to be um, games for the Wii U. Like, believe it or not, Legend of Zelda and uh, Breath of the Wild initially was supposed to be slotted for the Wii U and they held it back so that they can actually put it on the Switch instead. But it was actually a, a game that was um, dedicated for the Wii U, believe it or not. Also, um, another one was, uh, was actually Super Mario Kart, uh, eight, and that was a great game. And, um, they instantly ported that over to the Wii, I mean, to the Switch. Um, it was a game that was on the Wii U. Um, some of you might remember, um, the Super Mario, um, I believe it's Super Mario World or something like that it was. But anyways, that ended up getting ported over to the Switch as well. So, yeah, a number of games actually that was on the Wii U or is on the Wii U right now. I have some, some, uh, Actually, I have some suggestions, but I don't know whether they will actually come over to the Wii U. One, I would love to see, um, I personally would love to see uh, uh, Mario, Super Mario Galaxy. Um, both of them were very good games that I played on the Wii U. And those, those, the graphics were wonderful. The game was awesome too. I really loved the way the game was and stuff. But um, I would love to see um, both of the Super Mario Worlds come over. I know that a lot of people are suggesting that Mario 3D World would come over and, and possibly Pikmin 3. And those are, those are good games too as well. I've actually had a chance to play those games and yeah those are some really good games and i would love to see those be ported over to the nintendo switch so yeah that that's um yeah pretty awesome now um there's some more news coming about the switch hopefully this month we will also get uh, a um 
eventually get a Nintendo um, Direct. Um, this is something that a lot of us fans are always waiting for. We're waiting for uh, a new Direct, which is a, a program announcement of all the games that will either be um, anticipated for the year of 2020 or um, maybe games that are coming out real soon. I know one of the biggest games that people are waiting for for the Nintendo Switch or Switch Lite would be Animal Crossing. That game is, is coming, I believe, in March, the end of March, and that's going to be um, a game for the, at least this year that people are waiting for. I know there's a Doom Eternal that's coming too that a lot of people are waiting for on that one too. And um, I believe Resident Evil um, I might be wrong on that one, but I, I heard that there's a Resident Evil game possibly coming to the Switch. Um, and also there's um, a wish list. I guess people are hoping for um, uh, one of the, the big, the um, like Grand Theft Auto um, has been um, some, some a lot of, on a lot of people's minds wanting to play that on the go on the Switch. So, you know, the wonderful thing about the Switch is that there's been a lot of games that we really didn't realize or didn't uh, didn't think that would ever come to the switch and because of the, because of the size of the unit and how you can play it portably and as well as at home but mainly portably just being able to play some of these wonderful games um that you know that that are able to be played on a system of that size really is is really a um, an amazing feat i guess you want to call it um, um, one of them is The Witcher. The Witcher um, is out, and believe it or not, you can actually play that for the Nintendo Switch. And so um, I thought that was really awesome. And I remember um, when Doom uh, first arrived on the Switch, and that was a, another uh, game that was pretty awesome just to see it running, actually running on the Switch. And normally, you you know, a game like that, you play on like the Xbox or, or the PlayStation. And to see this, um, um, you know, high quality or high graphic graphic intense type game being played on a portable system i thought that was really wonderful and it just proves that the power of the switch and now i'm not saying that um all games um and even all third-party games and high intense games that we were talking about um actually look as good on the switch sometimes you may get um you may suffer um uh, maybe resolution on some and maybe a lower frame rate or what have you there are different you know different um, um, sacrifices that are made in order to put these these more intense graphically intense games um, on the switch you know some of them require you know um, slowing it down as far as a little bit in order to to make it um, um, playable even so yeah I thought that was pretty awesome just to see some of that and and who knows you know there's also a rumor and uh, this was something that I actually read or was reading or listening to on a on a uh, on a YouTube channel, as a matter of fact, about a possibility or more. It looks sounds like it's more of a rumor, but the rumor is actually from reliable sources of a Nintendo Switch Pro. Now, you know, we've already had a couple of iterations of the Nintendo Switch since it's been out since 2017. So we've had the regular Nintendo Switch, which, you know, everybody pretty much is is um, familiar with that one. But then there's also a version two of the of the same 
type of system, the Nintendo Switch system, and it's more like um, uh, improved battery life on that one. Um, I'm not sure whether it runs even better, but it, the the major the major um, uh, feature on this version two Switch is a a better better battery life on that system and and people if you you know some people that have never bought a switch say in the in the first year that it was launched they are you know now are able to go to their local markets or, or mo- local stores and game stores and stuff and purchase uh version two and then also there is the nintendo switch Lite, which you know a lot of the features on that one is more is smaller than the original one you know, uh, basically dedicated portable one not really a home console you pretty much is dedicated to taking that on the go and so yeah the, um, that's a second iteration of the nintendo switch but also there is a third one that it was a rumor but it's now coming out they're saying that possibly that this will be coming out um this year uh, 2020 maybe summertime i'm assuming or definitely they're saying before the release of the xbox one series x as well as the sony ps5 um this one is going to be called a, a a nintendo switch pro now this one we're not sure if the size is going to be the same but from what we understand that is it is a more powerful uh, system now kind of not going off the subject here but i did i was aware that today or as of this recording ces 2020 is now um in full full swing right now and it'll be some more announcements coming out of ces out of las vegas and i noticed that there was uh amd took the stage and also uh intel also them two took took the stage to and make their announcements and the reason why this is also kind of um i would say connected to the switch so to speak or just things as far as video games because especially amd amd was really has been really like you know um really talking a lot about uh, the uh, graphic cards and new video cards for video games. So AMD is a company that also, you know, of course, you recognize them for computers and things like that. Well, there has been a really push, real big push for um, for AMD to be put in to the PlayStation Five and maybe the Xbox uh, Series X. Um, those are are are. You know, those that is a uh, a way for AMD to really take advantage of being able to be used in some of the most wonderful, um, awesome game systems. And you know, being that they would be um, in in you know installed in those systems will make the systems even more powerful, more stronger, uh, faster graphics and and wonderful looking graphics on these systems and stuff. So um, yeah, it's very interesting. And the reason why I say that, and and also with the Switch, because the Switch was known to have uh, a graphic chip or a a chip from. Uh, the company nvidia and nvidia also will be taking the stage uh for ces so possibly there may be a possible connection with uh let's say for instance maybe the announcements that they have from nvidia now of course they will be talking about some of their products on stage but they will be also talking about um uh computer um um, graphic cards and engines and stuff like that for the for the systems but 
they were also possibly talking about a new chip. So whether or not this chip will be a new chip for the next uh, Nintendo Switch, because they necessarily not necessarily have to change the hardware or the look of the system, but they could increase it in power. And this is a possible way that this could also fulfill the rumor that is being said about the Nintendo Switch Pro. So this Nintendo Switch Pro might as might just be the thing that um, that will fit the bill, so to speak, when it comes to um, just when it comes to like a better or, or larger or a, a more uh, higher performance Nintendo Switch. So I can't wait to see that. I'm pretty um, anticip. I'm pretty much excited about that. I know that there's a lot of announcements coming out of CES, and this this is just one of them. So keep, I'm gonna keep my eyes and ears open for that, and I'll let you know. Um, you know, if if there is something that we can look forward to for the Nintendo Switch. So the next thing out of the um, next news article, um, there was an article in the. Uh, um, these i guess it was a magazine called nikkei and um it was it's a kind of like a japanese article our japanese um uh, media source and the president of uh nintendo global which is um uh furukawa um talks games game streaming will not happen for 10 years now they, they you know he was quoted as saying that um i guess they asked him about uh game streaming and cloud gaming and stuff and and some of you may know that i've actually even talked a little bit about cloud gaming and the the rise of game streaming and this as well as streaming services and things like that well the streaming services also go into the gaming realm too as well so i've al- i've always said that eventually it's not a matter of if but a matter of when that uh gaming will will ultimately you know not need any kind of hardware not need any kind of a a system a dedicated hardware system at home or anything like that but it will strictly be just everything online being able to uh, access one of your games online and so um the global president of nintendo uh, mr furukawa um, um said that yeah there's possibility that uh that game streaming or cloud gaming may not really take full advantage of this uh, for another uh, 10 years which I thought that was an interesting statement because obviously you know being that he you know has the experience and stuff um, yeah it's, it's a strong possibility that um, that yeah we're not going to see that so I thought that was a pretty interesting statement um, and so I, I'm, I have a link actually that I want to read to you and so um, he says something I do not want to want the public to misunderstand, though, he says, going further into this interview, is that we are not turning our backs on new technology, he said. OK, he says we are consistently researching and developing our hardware development teams, evaluate all kinds of new technology available thus for the con- and consult with our software developers. If they determine that a technology can be used with a game when they will utilize it will not be changing we will not be changing the, this fundamental approach moving forward so Furukawa said that augmented reality was one of the many areas Nintendo is currently researching which is very interesting both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X which are due to be launched in late 2020 according to the reports Nintendo could seek to combat the launches with 
uh, new hardware of its own. So according to the Wall Street Journal, claims in, claimed in 2019 that Nintendo was planning a more powerful Nintendo Switch hardware revision with enhanced uh, features targeted, targeted at avid gamers in order to continue the platform sales and momentum. Okay, so Japanese-based uh, Canton Games analyst Dr. Sir Kuntoto speculate in a GI Biz article on Tuesday that the upgraded Switch hardware could launch this year. Nintendo president says the company is not turning. Okay, so it's just said um, it's not turning its back on technology and things like that. So listen. Um, and there's a prediction also on this new switch that it could be 399 the guess of the price so that's not an official but that's just a a, a guess now also more um, let's see more um, news out of that too from that interview from I want to say from uh, uh, dr. Serkin his name is um, he also mentions on here more specifically, he predicts a 4K supported bigger cartridge size and, of course, beefy beefed up components. I also think the device will launch at the after the summer holidays is saying to counter the rollout of the PS5 and next gen Xbox later this year, along with first party system seller game. So, you know, this is very, this is a very interesting article. Of course, everything, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. There's so many things and so much information that comes forth, um, um, from this, from this, um, from the systems itself. You know, um, I've, there's times where I've actually uh, heard rumors and, and by the time, it, you know, the, we, we discover the re the real thing. And next thing you know, it's like it's something that's totally different. So I just thought that it was very interesting. I want to say that um, definitely again, back to what I was saying about cloud gaming. Yes, we definitely uh, know that eventually cloud gaming uh, will be coming to a lot of the systems. I believe that Microsoft, even at some point, is actually right now the first major um company to kind of like mess around with the cloud gaming service so um i thought that was pretty interesting so what do you guys think about that do you think that um i know there's a lot of gamers that kind of more favor more of the um hardware and software physical software they're not really ready for that change they're not in favor of 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 playing a game that you cannot physically buy um say a cartridge or or anything i know a lot of gamers they've expressed um their feelings about it and most of them seem to lean really majorly on a physical cartridge they don't they really are not really into say you know uh, having a game that you cannot physically keep because of the fact that um part of it is they feel that you could actually lose the memory or say for instance the cloud service is not reliable and or even worse yet if you're playing say on an internet connection and something happens to your internet service or uh maybe the the power goes out well you know you can't play your game and especially if it's all digital or over the Wi-Fi connection. Uh, yeah. So this is one of the things that I know that I've heard a lot of um, um, concern from the game, from, you know, regular gamers that play games uh, quite a bit. And that's one of their biggest concerns about um 
uh, cloud gaming or game streaming versus, you know, having a game that you can physically have, you know, say, you know, like I said, a disc or a chip or whatever they're coming out with. I know Nintendo has the cartridges now. And that's another thing. They're the prediction of the uh, Nintendo Switch Pro. Um, they're, they're even saying that the game cartridges could be bigger. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, pretty interesting so what do you guys think about it are you in favor of say uh, uh cloud gaming or game streaming or are you looking forward to say a nintendo switch pro if you have one or maybe not or maybe you were thinking about getting a second one um let me know let me know what you guys think about it i personally i i'm very happy with my switch i've enjoyed it quite a bit um and you know i don't i don't see a reason for me to uh to want to spend the extra money on another one so um i'm really enjoying what i have and uh, i think it's one of the most um actually i really think the nintendo switch is one of the most uh phenomenal systems that has been taken that has been created so far i mean you get the best of both worlds and then also just to kind of um also have a, a, another note on this is the fact that you know the nintendo 3ds now it's it's also it's basically done you know it's there's no more games being uh made for the nintendo uh 3ds and i personally feel like you know hopefully in 2020 and going beyond for the nintendo switch they can actually really um uh, uh stretch out the life of that of this current system by maybe um seeing if they could put some of the nintendo uh 3ds uh uh, games on the Nintendo Switch. I would love to see that myself personally. Um, being that uh, they're not making any more games for the 3DS, you know, why not? You know, I think that it'll be good, a good thing to port them over to the um, the uh, Nintendo uh, Switch. I mean, they're already doing a lot of retro games. So, you know, some of you that some of you like myself, we've already paid for the online service. Um, I know that it's not the best the way it ought to be right now. But one of the great features that I like is the fact that they are you're able to play some of your retro games like the Super NES and the NES games. And so they're they're you know, every month they're releasing, like, say, maybe two to three different games per month. I would really love for them to improve that to be honest with you xbox has or microsoft xbox has a wonderful um gaming program called game pass and um those players they get <clears throat> excuse me i believe they get like a hundred games a month and they rotate some of them rotate out kind of like a netflix style type of gaming system i really think that we should um that would be a good thing for nintendo to to possibly adapt to to doing that I, I would love to see that so let me know uh what you guys think about it and leave that in your comment section and uh yeah keep on gaming guys keep on gaming So um, for more, uh, actually more Marvel news or movie entertainment news that I discovered as well, man, there's so much good stuff coming for uh, 2020. I'm really, I'm really anticipating, you know, Disney Plus has been doing really well, to be honest with you. I think t Disney Plus, um, they... Um, just been hitting on well disney itself has been hitting on all cylinders so far and there is a lot to look forward to um in the coming year for 2020 like i um explained um there was uh there's a lot um i i'm 
I've talked about earlier about all the stuff that that's been coming is going to be coming for Disney and just the or actually the Marvel stuff coming forward. So one of the things that I have been anticipating personally about is the show that's coming forward, uh, coming for the Disney Plus uh, streaming service, um, Marvel's one one division. Um, so it's saying there's an article saying Disney Plus moves up Marvel WandaVision to 2020 to expand the slate of original and exclusive content. Okay, so in 2020, Disney Plus subscribers can look forward to a diverse lineup of original and exclusive content, including an earlier than expected look at WandaVision. Okay, the streaming uh, video on demand service has already had one breakout in a hit in Star Wars The Mandalorian and a number of solid creations like High School Musical The Musical series this year promises even more excitement. One of the bigger pieces of news is that WandaVision has been moved up for spring of 2021. Um, from spring of 2021 to fall of 2020 this is likely to make room for dr strange sequel in 2021 okay as a as a storyline from wandavision will lead into the movie wandavision will feature scarlet witch which is played by elizabeth olsen and vision and vision paul bettany kevin feige also teased that tayona paris would would join the mcu on the show as a as the grown-up version of monica rambeau the daughter of maria rambeau from captain marvel other content coming to Disney Plus includes the highly anticipated return of Hilary Duff the, in Lizzie McGuire, Marvel Studios' first original series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the final season of Star Wars, The Clone World Wars, The Muppets Unscripted Series, Muppet Now, Muppets Now, original movies like Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made, um, Star Girl, uh, the Phineas and Ferb movie, which was which is Candace against the universe, and Secret Society of Second Born Royals, a docuseries, um, Rogue Trip, and Becoming. Returning for more in 2020 will be season two of The Mandalorian and High School Musical. The musicals, the series will be returning. And so this uh, a lot of stuff, of course, you know, you um, you can also watch Disney's biggest blockbuster films, including Star Wars and Marvel content on Disney Plus. Many of the titles are now exclusive to the streaming service. So. Yeah, you know, um, this this is, um, you know, a lot of it is, is to be expected. Now, um, there's one more article that I want to read to you. Um, this is um, kind of an update on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. As you know, James Gunn was um, of the maybe the James Gunn situation. I'm not going to really go into the James Gunn situation. It's quite lengthy, but um, there's an update stating that uh, James Gunn provided updates to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And um, when Marvel and Disney brought, brought James Gunn back to direct uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 based on the script, the script he had already written, it was not yet known when the movie would fit in the schedule uh, for the next phase of Marvel Cinematic Universe stories. Now, thanks to a few messages from Gunn on Instagram, we have a slightly better idea. 
Okay, so in the comments from of the above Instagram post, Gunn start, stated that the start of the production is about a year off. This means pre-production things like casting are just at the beginning stages. So any rumors you've heard about who has been cast in the film beyond the core cast members are unfounded. So no one has been cast yet. Okay, so we do know one character who is not coming back in the recent Instagram a Q&A gun confirmed that uh, all blue Yondu would not come back to life in the third volume. So not to life. No, if a character dies in the film, they are will they will likely stay dead. And said gun. I think stakes are important. That doesn't rule out Yondu's appearance in say via uh, flashback. Of course, aside from the Black Panther sequel, there are three untitled Marvel films uh, planned for 2022. Four untitled films in 2020. Which be, which one becomes Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three remains to be seen. Gunn is currently hard at work on the on his reboot of the Warner Brothers film Suicide Squad, but we are anxiously awaiting his return to the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yes, um, he is um, honestly he's one of the uh, most um, sought after. Um, I guess sought after producers. He did a great job actually with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I would not have never known um, anything about Guardians of the Galaxy if it wasn't for uh, how wonderful that movie came out, and it was such an awesome movie. And and, and it just fit fit so well in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There, um, you know, it's a, just a wonderful movie to to take in. I, I enjoyed the first one. The second one was uh, it was kind of weird, um, and I guess you know. Guardians of the Galaxy does have a weird kind of a, uh, a set to it. And then as well as I'm really looking forward to speaking of weird, I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to the Doctor Strange uh, sequel too. Um, that's, you know, stated, like they said, um, should be coming out probably next year. Um, it's called uh, Doctor Strange uh, Doctor Strange and the um, something universe basically it's like a, a horror horror film kind of like but you know with the stock Doctor Strange so uh, I really I, I really am um, really looking forward to to that I think um, let's see here if I can find a title I want to really hit the title on that um, it, it was it's a um, let's see here nope I don't have it so um, yeah, when I find the title of the Doctor Strange, um, I think of the Ultimate Universe or something it is. I might be saying that wrong, guys, but definitely that, in short, I know it's a, a huge subtitle within that title of Doctor Strange 2. Um, some of the multiverse I, it's still coming to it's still coming to my mind right now. But um Yes, most definitely, most definitely a lot of stuff looking forward to in the Marvel Universe. And, and you know, and again, I, I'm, you know, though a Marvel fan, I'm really anticipating a lot of things from DC. So I'm hoping that, you know, I, I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman 1984. That's coming. That's going to be awesome. So um, definitely looking forward to that. Maybe hopefully a Aquaman, Aquaman 2. You know, uh, I know Shazam is supposed to be in the works, too, as well. Uh, Shazam, uh, Black Adam. I heard there was a Black Adam movie coming. So, man, I mean, you know, again, I, I, I think that, you know, just keep it coming as far as the, the um, you 
you know, all the action and superhero stuff. I, I'm, I really love it um, myself. I'm a huge uh, superhero fan when it comes to the movies and and just, you know, the like I said, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's that's I love it, man. And also even looking forward to uh, another Spider-Man movie. You know, it's been real quiet since the um, the, the thing with uh, Tom Holland and whether or not, he, you know, his character is going to be a part of Marvel and the Disney thing. And, you know, it's Sony. It's just a oh man i mean it's just a, such a big uh tangled web pardon the pun right <laughs> for for that but uh yeah i i'm really looking forward to what regardless of of how it went or goes now you know whether spider-man um stays in the sony universe i mean that's fine with me that's all about getting great movies it's all about getting great movies and and things like that and oh and then not to mention um another venom so i know i keep thinking about different stuff here but yeah you know there's so much that um to look forward to not only in 2020 of course but in 2021 and um and beyond that but there's a lot of stories that can be told and then not to mention we're having uh, movies on the big screen but also movies on the streaming services so just be aware if you're a fan like me just be aware that there are Marvel movies and DC uh, content or movies as well that are coming across all different areas. We're talking streaming services like Freeform, um, like Epics, like um, um, other places that you would never think that you would ever see um, some other stories about other characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or in the comics. And there's movies that are constantly being told on these forums. So you know Disney Plus of course is one of the most notable ones but also Netflix and don't forget Netflix and Hulu both of them also you know they have if you go through the libraries they have a lot of wonderful um, uh, 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 movies and shows actually that are a part of the um, these universes you know um, Umbrellas Academy there's also um, a new mutant movie that's also slated to come out that's a trailer actually on YouTube right now um, if you want to go to that and look up new mutants um that is i'm i'm assuming that it may be a big part of the x-men uh universe that will be coming together for marvel um remember marvel also or disney i should say has now bought fox so you will be hearing a lot more of that and hopefully we'll start to merge these x-men in with the um entire uh say avengers or what whatnot maybe feature them in in um, some of their movies or shows or whatever we, we we get as as time goes forward it's just so exciting to see what the possibilities now um that that will be occurring so yeah i mean i don't know about you but i'm really excited about you know these new different uh uh, news things that are coming up and I love reporting these things so um, I'm excited about about those things so anyways that's about all I have you know stay tuned uh, sit back relax stay tuned for the for the next segment um, uh, as we go forward mm-hmm. 
So I have um, a couple more um, articles that um, has been coming out from one from Core Cutting uh, News. And so this one is about PBS. Um, so some of you are, are familiar with PBS. The network um, plans to start a free live streaming on the PBS app. So um, I'm sure that, uh, you know, there's a lot of um, not networks that have their own apps now because of the, you know, the new emergence of streaming services and now you can actually you know some of them you can actually um uh, subscribe to them um without you know having a cable subscription which is really good and i think pbs is one of them so pbs passport has offered access to a huge collection of pbs content on demand if you're willing to pay now according to a report from the streaming advisor pbs is planning to add a live feed of pbs even if you don't subscribe to pbs passport According to the streaming advisor, Ira Rubenstein, uh, PBS uh, chief digital officer says they are working on offering a free streaming stream of PBS. Um, this new free stream will be found in P in the PBS app on many popular devices. So right now we don't have any date on, for when this will happen other than the goal of launching the free streaming uh, free stream in 2020. Yet it is important to remember that these kinds of these kinds of things can be delayed. So currently PBS is only streaming to cord cutters through YouTube TV offering PBS for free through the PBS app would open up PBS to millions of Americans who live in the in areas where PBS is not available for free over the air. PBS is also reportedly in talks to bring it bring its live feed to other live TV streaming services, but at this time there's no announcements that have been made about which services will will be next. So, um, what do you guys think about that? If you are a um, a PBS, um, um, I, I guess a viewer of PBS, um, this might be something that. Um, would be good news to you especially if you're um trying to like i said cut cut the cord from cable or or um you know or um satellite tv as well you know um that might be something that uh pretty something that you might be looking forward to another one um i wanted to read an article called uh, from tivo so some of you remember tivo as being the um kind of like the 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 system where you can you can record you can record uh shows on the tivo and uh that's like a dvr basically so tv tivo unveils a streaming player to compete with uh roku fire tv and more so today tivo announced the launch of tivo stream k 4k a streaming player that provides seamless integration with online video services, including Netflix, Amazon uh, Prime Video, HBO, YouTube, and more. With TiVo Stream 4K, you won't need to toggle between apps, but will get a more traditional TV-like experience. So Sling TV will be the preferred source for subscription TV, along with, fe with featuring TiVo Plus as a 
preferred source of free ad-sponsored television and movies. TiVo users will appreciate the familiar user experience from personalized discovery uh, features to the user-friendly TiVo remote. With TiVo, uh, TiVo Stream 4K, we have created a dramatically better experience for viewers who are tired of hunting through apps and interfaces to find the amazing content available through online content providers, says Dave Scholl, president and CEO of TiVo. We are excited to help TV lovers and occasional viewers alike make the most of their time in front of the of the screen and bring together the best of, of the streaming and TV experience. TiVo Stream 4K includes a small device that plugs into the HDMI port on your television, delivering the highest quality audio and video up to up to and including Dolby Atmos sound and Dolby Vision HDR. The device will come also comes with a streamlined version of the TiVo remote with a voice search feature. As the preferred source of subscription TV, the Sling TV app will be readily available on TiVo Stream 4K box and Sling content listings will be surfaced via universal search. Our subscribers are always looking for new ways to co- to quickly find content they enjoy, says said Warren Sh- uh, Shitlings, um, e- executive vice president and group president, Sling TV. This strategic relationship will not only help our current subscribers rediscover TiVo, it will make it easier for for new Sling subscribers to make the transition to streaming video. TiVo will also market TiVo's uh, Stream 4K in partnership with MVPDs um, to enable them to leverage TiVo Stream 4K to benefit their broadband-only subscribers. Shure's, uh Communication is the first MVPD to commit to a co-marketing relationship with TiVo. Shures is thrilled to be working with TiVo on this exciting project, said Tom Williams, CTO, Shures Communication. TiVo Stream 4K will enhance the relationship Shures has with our um, has with our very important broadband only subscribers 4k uh, TV I'm sorry the TV 4k TiVo excuse me the TiVo for stream 4k will be available to customers beginning April of 2020 with the initial launch price of $49.99 and will be available via TiVo.com and other retailers so yeah this is sounds um, honestly this is uh, a pretty interesting um uh, product that's coming from TiVo. I think that um, uh, just the brand itself, a lot of people are very familiar with TiVo. TiVo was, man, has been around for so many years. It was one of the um, first things that you could actually record content from your television and um, just have like a TiVo box. And, and I remember this back in the days. Um, so, yeah, so TiVo, um, you know, those of you that, um, that our core cutters or some of you are still kind of like on the fence about it because I know there are some people that are traditional cable watchers and the one thing that they love about cable is they love the um the 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 interface so in other words the the guide and they're used to that so um this here is a very good uh, option for those that are wanting to cut the cord and you know they will have um 
a one device where they can see all their all their um, subscription services all in one place, but have it, I guess, designed in a way to where they can easily navigate and find their way instead of like it says, the thing that stuck out of my mind is, is they don't have to go through different apps. And and it's kind of pointing to Amazon to, to be honest with you, pointing to Amazon Fire, because if you look on the Amazon Fire uh, menu, you have a bunch of apps and it can be very confusing to some people, especially those that are used to like clicking on your guide on your cable, your cable. Right. And then you see like a guide of like all your different programs and you know exactly where to go, what number to go to and stuff like that. And I think that that's been a big the biggest struggle that people that are used to the cable like experience. Um, they they've had problems kind of like getting used to this new way of trying to search for the the, the same shows or the same type of shows that they want. And I, and, and again, this might be something that might be, um, um, something to look forward to in the future. Well, I, I would love to, um, actually see how this works and um really um very interested in seeing that but it's good that it's already coming out and it's a 4k 4k um type of device so yeah let me know what you think about that there's one more article actually that i wanted to talk about now ces is actually going on right now and in, in, in las vegas and there's so many announcements that are coming out there's announcements from um some of the companies like tcl tvs um there be there's more about the streaming services that are there um man roku uh hisense um you know just so many different um so many different things that are being talked about over at ces right now so the news is 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 just ongoing right now so there's quite a bit and this is one of the reasons why um in this episode i won't be talking too much about ces um until um i I do another episode but for now um one of the things that really caught my attention um there was a couple of things one uh, a couple of things that um i think one the samsung they came out with something they they're always coming out with some stuff and then also i did talk a little bit about um i think it was sony so sony you know we we was you know a lot of gamers were anticipating the release or the showing of a ps5 unfortunately they didn't show off the new ps5 but they did show off the logo which to me is such a tease they might as well not have even talked about it in my opinion but that's just my opinion that's just how i feel i feel like okay you just showed the title but that's about it but anyway you know i think they kind of knew sony knew that people was anticipating something and i guess that was their way of just kind of just dropping a little hint that they knew that people were looking for this but that's that's all here nor there um the one that i really wanted to talk about was since samsung they have this um device called bali and this is really to me in my opinion the first real um i would say uh uh domesticated robot that will help you throughout your home now judging by what i've seen on the video and you have to look this up this is uh samsung introduces bali um go look it up on youtube Um, bali is spelled b-a-l-l-i-e I think it's IE. But anyways, I got a chance to see the introduction of it on stage and uh, or, you know, watching it on, as it appeared on stage. And I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, the guy that um, introduced Bali and he, Bali was it's just a ball, basically, with uh, sensors in it that um, has a camera is able to uh, not only take pictures, but it's a- able to to 
um, uh, follow you based on the camera that it has within itself. So it, it's it's a, a basically a ball that has lots of integration of all different types of things in this, and um, very simplified looking device or form form. So basically, it looks just like a regular ball. Has looks like it may have like a dedicated track on the uh, uh, around it, so it doesn't like just go all over the place. It does go in one place, meaning that as it rolls, um, the camera stays. It looks like the camera stays at a fixated place. So you may have more of the um, the movement is happening on the sides, the left and the right side, at least according to the way it looks in order for this to happen. So it's, it's a really interesting device. But what made this interesting was that um, it was able to cut on your, uh, I guess, cut on your 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 oven or your coffee pot or something like that i'm sure that this thing will will connect to all your heart your smart um devices in your home so those those of you now that are are some of you are fully integrated into the smart home so you've you bought the the uh the smart tv or the smart oven or microwave or what have you some of you might have done the the ring video doorbell and the lights and all that stuff well this here device what it will do is it actually can um, interact or connect to all your your devices and of course being that it's samsung i'm sure that you know they gotta put they have to push their own uh brand so samsung is the brand that they want to push so yeah they're going to connect to you know even the um there was a point where uh it showed that, that there was a dog in there and of course th that's really risky for a dog to have a ball that's running around because i think that that could actually potentially be the end of bali uh all depends on your dog but and the dog, um, I guess it was playing with Bali and Bali was playing with the dog. It looks like he were running back and forth in the house. All of a sudden the dog pulls down a, um, uh, um, a table, I guess a table thing with, um, cereal or something in it. It falls to the ground and Bali simply, uh, interacts with the, uh, the robo vacuum, um, which is like a, a robo vacuum that comes out and unplugs itself and goes and vacuums the floor. And it's just like, it, it's, it's amazing to see, um, how and, and how these things are beginning to take place in our future. Um, you know, these were one of the things that, that, you know, you would say that, oh, this is going to be in our future robots walking around and, you know, helping us assist us in our homes. And the guy that that uh, was on stage that was talking about this uh, device that he was showing us, showing the, the people was basically saying that how this device would help people that's uh, seniors and just uh, interact with children and pets and things like that. And so um, honestly, I really I, I this this really did um, kind of attract my attention and um you know again it's just something that um that we're we're facing in the future do i do i like it i i think it was cute i actually i thought it was a cute device and and that's the thing though it it, it presents itself as a cute little robot and it gives you space he was demonstrating the fact that it doesn't walk so close to you so in other words it stand it it actually rolls like so many feet behind you giving your personal space and as you walk toward it it backs up and then if you ask 
it to come to you. It will come to you. It makes these little like a kind of a gesture or chirp sound. I mean, it's just <laughs> you have to see the video to to really look at this. But honestly, um, yeah, this is where we're headed. We have robots in our homes now. And the best way that Samson can do it is to present it as a little ball. <laughs> and so anyways, that's kind of the, the, the gist of it. Um, there are more news that is coming out from CES 2020. There's more news on uh, appliances, on cell phones and, t- and laptops. I've seen already some introductions on uh, Samsung even having a laptop or some more Chromebooks are coming. And it's just a number of things that are going. I really wish that one of these days I'll be able to go and walk around at CES and just see all the wonderful tech stuff. Some of it is mostly concept stuff that may not even you know may not even be available for consumers but um in saying that i i think that eventually you know there's they they keep working on these products and some of them make it to the consumer level and some of them don't you know but ces is such a wonderful place to see what um people are actually working on and trying to uh, put together whether it makes it out there or not that's that's neither here nor there hopefully you know some of them do make it and some of them you know like i said are just concepts so yeah so what do you guys think about bali man make sure you go check that out you must see that device and um for now you know i'll be talking to you later you guys have a wonderful week and i'll be talking to you in the next podcast